The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. Very wise words there, my man. Subscribe. I don't get paid for it, by the way. It just makes us look good in the actual iTunes ratings, if you know what I'm saying. So do us a favour, hit the subscribe button, and you'll never miss an episode of the Adam at Breakfast podcast. Tremendous. Uh, now, it's a little bit weird, this week's uh, edition, because we've got loads on there. We're going to be discussing the plight of Ryan Peacock. He's the man that's annoying everybody on Nevermind the Buzzercock. We'll be speaking about vain men. We'll also be delving into the book for all occasions. And I'll somehow squeeze in a wee bit of a rant at a local newspaper after they printed nothing but lies about me. Some people just think they can get away with anything, can't they? Anyway, we start, though, with a lovely story from my producer, Ross. It was Easter weekend last weekend, and he took his mum out shopping. This is what happened. <laughs> with that build-up, I feel under pressure now. Mate, this is brilliant. Deliver. deliver it like you delivered it earlier. Awesome, go for right, it. Right, it's not an observation. This is, this is my Fact. life. Fact. This is what this happened. This is what happened. It really happened. Bank holiday, I went down the family route. I had mother and father up to visit brilliant down to visit anyway so we went into the Trafford Centre do a bit of bank holiday shopping have a little mooch around the shops yes you know what it's like when your mum and dad go shopping your mum takes about 10 hours in the shops your dad gets bored and hangs around outside anyway we end up in Thornton's now with it being Easter yeah they've got the samplers out they've got the Easter bunny dressed up with his little tray of chocolates mum's pottering around for about half an hour in Thornton's so my dad wanders off anyway my mum's digging into the, 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 the taste of chocolate set and she sees uh, my dad, or what she thought to be my dad, kneel down at the counter, looking through the glass counter at the chocolates in there. Really, nobody else could see the similarity other than that he had a slight ball patch on the back of his head. Yeah. Anyway, my mum walks up behind my dad with a handful of the chocolates off the tray and proceeds to get him in a headlock and force the chocolates <laughs> into his mouth. <laughs> Clearly it's not my dad. Guy stands up with a mixture of uh, fear and anger on his face, bright red with chocolate all around his mouth. <laughs> it gives me mother the, the, the worst stare that you're ever going to see. Thankfully, we dragged her out alive and this bloke hasn't been seen since. So if it was you, I can only apologise. <laughs> If you are the man that was uh, chocolate attacked... Assaulted by, with by Thornton. By, by Ross's mum at weekend. It's the greatest thing ever. I could just imagine your mum... It's like when you go around to your uncle's and he scrubs you on head or something like that, going... Yeah. Yeah. Your mum's grabbed him in the head like, going, get some chocolate down your mouth. I love it. I love it, mate. All systems go. Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. I'm sure lots of people have heard this in their time on the existence. Never believe what you read in the newspapers. We've all heard that saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've all heard that saying, right. Um, one of the local newspapers printed a story about me last night. I know. I know. Are you listening? Have you heard? Printed a story about me last night. <clears throat> Made one of them videos. No, it's nothing oh, right. to do with any of my uh, personal exploits. It's something to do with the football match that happened on uh, Saturday, Preston North End versus Burnley. Yeah, uh, one at local rags has uh, decided to print a wee bit of uh, a story, and I read it. Right now, this story's maximum five paragraphs long. Yeah, there's five lies in there. At least five. <laughs> made up things in there it's just pure lies the whole thing I'm going to clarify it if you did see this last night page 5 I'll name it L.E.P it's there for you for you all to see page 5 I'm there with my cheesy little cardigan on and me it's side awful parting. cardigan that where and have you got that picture from at least they've knocked on the, not knocked on the door and took him in his pants that's the usual trick isn't it so. yeah 
Anyway, first of all, the title's a lie. PA man, this is what it says, PA man, which is me, accused of snubbing <laughs> X star. They're referring to Graham Alexander, former Preston player, who's now playing for Burnley, right? How on earth did I snub him? I was stood in the blooming tunnel and I went, all right, Grazer, yeah, sound, mate, how are you? Sound. There you go, that's not a snub. That's not the sound of a man that has been snubbed, is it? <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. The article then goes on to say, PA announcer could be in trouble with Preston North End football fans after denying them the chance to welcome back former captain Graham Alexander, who's now at Burnley. Did I deny you the chance to welcome him back? No, I didn't, right? Basically, I read the Burnley team out extremely fast, leaving Graham Alexander's name to the end. I then went on to say, right, for those people that were in the ground and did actually give Grezer a full stand innovation, right? I then went on to say, welcoming back to his true home, captain in Burnley today, number two, Graham Alexander. The whole ground stood up and clapped him. Where have I denied them the opportunity to welcome him back? Maybe they couldn't hear properly. We've done two lies there. We're not even four lines into the article. <laughs> Both p &E and Burnley fans flooded a radio phone in on Saturday complaining that Deepdale PA man Adam Catterall, North End supporter, only read out the names of the Preston team as they entered the pitch before Saturday's derby clash. Lies again, I've just told you I did the Burnley fans. Fair enough, I did it quick, but I still did it. <clears throat> <sighs> Sorry, I'm going to have to calm myself down here. This is absolutely ridiculous. I'll move straight on to the last <laughs> line. There's various other things in there, but I'm going to move on to the straight last one. Catterall has faced the FA before after making controversial comments about referee Uriah Rennie over the PA in 2006. Have I? Have I really? I remember being on Sky Sports and a lot of people kicking off just because I said something bad about a referee. I don't remember facing the uh, FA. Does, does anybody remember me meeting Brian Barwick? Did he? Has anybody seen me in a meeting with Fabio Capello? No, I never met the FA. Lies! They never complained <laughs> about me. Lies! And I don't even think they kicked off with Preston North End. Lies! Who is this man? The person who's written the article hasn't even put the blooming name on the article, you blooming coward. Come on! I'm, let's wrestle him. I'm a qualified wrestler. Let's get in the ring and let's Calm get down. this on. Calm Stress down, Dave. He's got to feel must, it. There must, there must be more interesting things going on in the Northwest than making up nonsense about me. I'd like to differ on that point. Page four. <laughs> this is a half-page spread in last night's LEP. This is across the Let page Let me from read me, yeah? the start. This is page four. Yes. Early risers got a shock when four miniature Shetland ponies were spotted <laughs> munching on grass on a Preston business park. <laughs> I'd like to Big point news. out. <laughs> Big news, everyone. There's four Shetland ponies out there. Tell everyone. Three, two, five. The Adam Breakfast Podcast. Uh, yesterday, myself and Ross were just pottering around the office upstairs, having a bit of a mooch around, and this lovely gentleman walked in and decided to plonk a lot of books down on our reception area. Now, I think he's involved in some type of book club. I'm sure you've been involved in stuff like this at school where a guy comes around with a lot of books and you can purchase one of them. Now, one book that basically grabbed our attention uh, was a little green thing and it was called The Right Words for Any Occasion. Now, myself and Ross thought to ourselves, this is amazing, right? We genuinely do not believe that, that, that in any situation there is, this book could sort out. However, we've looked through it and whatever situation we find ourselves in, yeah, we can ask the words. Like, for example, yeah? How would you wish somebody a happy birthday, Gem? I go, happy birthday. No, you see, no thought in that at all. If Not you were writing it in a card, perhaps. Get a bit more creative. Happy birthday. Have a great day. Mm. Rubbish. Get mm. drunk. Rubbish. You, you see? old fogey. No, you see, it's not Gemma. from the heart. See, that everybody does that. Everybody's that. The, the right words for any occasion book tells you when you're doing your birthday greetings, say, go ahead, make a wish. You are proof they do come true. Happy birthday. See that? 
Now that, if I got that, I'd think, do you know something? Somebody's really thought about that. And, whoa, yes, am I feeling good about myself today? How would you encourage somebody, Gem? Encourage somebody? Yeah, how would you encourage somebody? What do you mean, like, like come on, get off the backside? Well, do something like that, yeah, if that's how you would do it. Is that what you do? You'd say, I'd come say, on, stop being come so soft, Marty. Stop being soft, yeah. Or, like, no. do you mean, like, good luck? What if somebody has, has failed, yeah. yeah, and is on the verge of giving up? Never mind. Try better next time. That's, well, <laughs> you're on the right lines. However, if you maybe if you say it in this if type of way... If at first you don't succeed, try, no, try, try again? No. no? Okay. Clichés. You've got to use the right words for any occasion, Green Book. You've got to use it. <laughs> it is, basically, it takes a little darkness to see the stars and a whole lifetime to reach them. Don't give up. Uh, see, if I said that to you... Uh, yeah. If I said that <laughs> if to if you... If I said that to you, I'd go, what crappy American website have you got that on? <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's the, this is the book. Of, we're going to test it today. Basically, if you are in a situation, whether you've got somebody's, I don't know, somebody's celebrating a birthday, any particular birthday, 40th, 50th, 18th, 21st, you name it, we've got it in this book. If somebody's got a newborn baby, I'll tell you what's another situation where you find yourself stuck for words sometimes, if there's bereavement, because mm. that's a horrible, isn't I it? I have to say, that. that is actually, that that's is something horrible. I probably well, would use that for. We've got the book. We've got the book here. Yeah. Um, give us a ring, 01772 900 974. We will share our pearls of wisdom with you. If you're, uh, if you're in any situation coming up, birthday, Anniversary. Somebody's been born. I mean, look at the categories that's got birthday wishes, congratulations, saying what thanks, about... sympathy, thinking of you. Get well soon. I mean, we could even do the breakup of a relationship. That, if I was you just want. about to say that. What if you've just been dumped? That's a hard one. That's hard, isn't it? If somebody's just been dumped, you met plenty more fish in the sea. I no. hate that. I really you hate see, that. People won't appreciate that, Ross. She was minging anywhere. Well, that's a no, good one. No, they don't appreciate that. Most either. blocks will appreciate that. Yeah, and like all your mates have had to go anyway. Um, but the one that I personally would go with in the in the right words for any occasion, Green Book. Uh, if there's a breakup relationship with one of your friends, you should be using words like this. You may not feel better tomorrow. You may not feel better next week. Or even next month. Or even next year. But you will feel better. That's words of wisdom, that. Is that it? Words of wisdom. I'm telling you. It's in the book. But it's you will the... feel better. It's in the book. Um, passes that book again. I've just missed the page, actually. Somebody's just texted in saying, Adam, uh, my best friend has had a baby. Uh, where is it? New baby. 51. 51. And it's minging. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say to them to make them feel better? Uh, there are two There are two things. You could say, may God bless and keep that little miracle of yours, because it is a miracle that it's so minging. <laughs> Uh, or you could use my own favourite one at the bottom uh, for Minging Babies. Congratulations! You have a brand new reason to smile. Every time you look at that little thing and its hideous little face, you're going to grin, aren't you? <laughs> um, we've got a geezer on the phone here. He's in a bit of a predicament. He wants a little bit of help. Morning, Cock. Morning, Adam. Hi, mate. I don't know whether your pearly book of green wisdom can help me. Go on, then. I've got my chopper stuck in my Henry Hoover. I want... <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering what I could possibly say to the hospital. I'm on my way there now. Right, bear with me a second. Words of encouragement, possibly, section. Bear with, me, bear with me. Try bear. hospital visits. Get well soon. Get well soon. Get well yeah. soon. Yeah, I, I will get well soon. Well, bear with me a second. Bear with me a second. Let me get to page 40 in the little green handbook here because... We don't want to mess this up because obviously it's um, it's a niche sensitive, problem, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a sensitive problem. It's, it's a niche. Uh, but it's here we go. Sensitive. Here we go. Obviously, um, I'm thinking along the lines of when you've got yourself into this problem, uh, you're having some fun maybe at the time. Um, <laughs> so the, the words of wisdom that I would use for you are, Rupert, get better soon. There's still much joy ahead of you. <laughs> Do you like that? 
It's very comforting, thank you. There you go, there you go. Genuinely in the boat, that. Genuinely in the boat. There you go, Rupert Ulber. There's a little monkey. Uh, great stuff. Uh, the most popular, by the way, on the text that a lot of people seem to be stuck with the, the finding the correct words for in the situation is, you know, when you're in a relationship, you've been there for some time or something like that, and it's come to that point where maybe you need to use the three little words. You know, the I love you. Oh, not I hate you. Leave. No, no, no not no. them. Those three little words. However, it's quite cliche to just say, I love you, In it? You know what I mean? There's many different ways of saying it. And there's a few. Let's go to the book, shall we? Let's go to the book and find out exactly what the book should say uh, regarding I love you. The book, personally, uh, goes on to say, you keep my feet on the ground, on my head, on my shoulders, but you make my heart sore. Now, that's lovely. Oh, my God. That's nice, that. However, I personally don't think the book is right at this point. I mean, I've always stood by a poet that I used to study at school, uh, in the early 90s. Uh, everybody, I'm sure, has studied the exact same piece of literature when they were doing their English GCSEs. I mean, he was a po very popular poet around about the early 90s. Uh, popular in England for around about four months, something like that. You, you've definitely heard it on the radio, maybe on the telly, definitely in the cinema. you definitely heard it in the cinema. Uh, I'd like to recite just the first uh, chorus, if, uh, if that's all right, Jen. Yeah. I'd just like to recite the first chorus. And I want you to take a pen and a paper and take the words down that I'm going to say now, uh, because these words... Um, the perfect way of saying I love you. Listen very carefully, <laughs> take them down, and use them in a relationship. Go on then. Look into my eyes. You will see exactly what you mean to me. Search your heart. <laughs> Search your soul. <laughs> when you find me there, you know that you'll search no more. Listen, don't tell me... <laughs> It's not worth trying for. You can't tell me it's not worth dying for. You know it's true. You know that everything I do, I do it for you. All right. Yeah. Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Still to come on the podcast, we've got a little bit of something on vain men. You're not going to want to miss it because it's absolutely gold, especially with a phone call that we received on the topic on the day that we did it on Adam at Breakfast. First of all, though, I just want to tackle Nevermind, the buzzercock. It seems to me that there's a gentleman in the Northwest that has taken over my coveted title from the ladies uh, of being the most hated man around. His name is Ryan Peacock and he keeps on winning. It's unbelievable. Even though producer Ross tried to cheat and knock him off his perch. If you missed that episode, take a listen to this. This is when he cheated. You can win it here, Raza. Unbelievable. Undefeated heavyweight champion of the world. Question number three from my new category, footballer or singer. Okay. It's very simple. Listen to the name. Tell me whether this person is a footballer or a singer. Okay. Shola Am... Singer. Oh. Say again. Singer. Unfortunately, Ryan, it's actually footballer, Newcastle striker, Shola Amiobi. Points for the girls. <laughs> Come on, you cheating get. There's two on. The girls are still in it. That's the most ridiculous no, no, no. question I've ever no, no, The girls are still in it. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever... Why would you put Shola Amiobi in the middle place? Why would you do that? Amazingly, Raza still won that one. 
However, the day after, Ross went a step further. Take a listen to this. Question five. Oh, I've left the question. I've left the question in from yesterday. It's from footballer or singer again. Right. Footballer or Buzz singer. Buzz in whether, if you know whether this person is a footballer or a singer. Yeah. Shola. Um, we Ryan. Know. Go on, Ross, finish it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to say footballer. Which footballer? Shola Amiobi. Shola Amiobi. Ryan, it's Shola Amma, the no, singer. No, no. Oh, you lose. The girls <laughs> win. That's yeah. the girls win. <laughs> Raz, we've been cheating there, man. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Bye, Ryan. Well done, Caroline. Thank you. That is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard on the radio. <laughs> Raz, I'm so sorry, mate. We've been conned. I don't know we've what's going placed. on. Mate, take it easy. Uh, nice one. See you later, pal. Bye. You can only get rid of him by bloody cheating. <laughs> At this point, I'd just like to say thank you very much for flooding the phone lines, texting, emailing, you name it, you got in contact with me. Great work. Because of Ross's cheating escapades, you'll hear him singing the Celine Dion hit all by myself in a Cats karaoke special. It's part of his forfeit for cheating, alright? However, because of your demand, Raza was brought back to go for the world title. Eight wins on the trot with Nevermind the Buzzercock. Did he do it? Take a listen. Well, we're playing against Geraldine from my hometown of Chorley. Get out! Listen, she's the receptionist at the A&E department of Chorley Hospital, so I bet she has to deal with some characters. She's married with four children, (laughs) especially subjects to television, and all the Chorley Massive have sent Geraldine to get that Ryan off the radio. Isn't that right? That's true. That he's getting on our pip, they said. <laughs> <laughs> or Listen, words to that effect. Yes, yes, something to that effect. Right, we'll hand over to the quiz master. It's eight in a row today, Ryan. Come on, son. Morning. Right, this is the big one, so concentrate. Ryan, ad- when Adam buzzes in, you must answer the question correctly, or the point will go to the girls. I've got you a new buzzer for you two boys. Here you go. Here we go. I got you, please. Yeah. There you go. You nice. like that one, don't yes, lovely, you? Lovely. Yeah, you're a bit close. Geraldine, when Gemma buzzes in, you must answer the question correctly or the point will go to the boys. This is your buzzer. Boo! Still getting booed because you're denying that you were part of the cheating. I, I thought that were Burnley fans towards me. Mm, but yeah, no. fair play. It's the best of five, as always, so the first of three will win. There is no shouting out and no conferring. Let's begin. <laughs> Question number one. I hope you've been listening to the show. It's from the category World News. I have actually got a jippy tummy. I do feel a little bit Shut nervous. Up. Shh. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you both listening? Yeah. Yes. In yesterday's papers, animals were reported to be causing chaos in Preston, terrifying locals by grazing on a business park. <laughs> what breed were these beasts? I got you, babe. I got you, babe. Say again, Ryan. Shetland Ponies is correct. (laughs) The evil ponies of Preston. That's 1-0 to the boys. Question two. The evil ponies of Preston. It's from the category television. Mm. Listen up, Geraldine. You could get this one. It's a great night for TV tonight with the return of The Apprentice on BBC Two. And which ladies... (laughs) Ryan. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I was just going to say Alan Sugar. 
Alan Sugar is not a lady, but would you like another guess? No, he's not a lady. <laughs> <laughs> One all, that's uh, wrong. Alan Sugar's a man. It's the Desperate Housewives. Question three from the category sport. Yes. Yeah. England face France tonight in an international friendly with one player set to reach his hundredth cap. Have a go, Geraldine. It's got to be the god, Sir David Beckham. Right, and would you like me to finish the question? <laughs> one player set to reach his hundredth cap, David Beckham. No! Yes! Who is the surprise captain? Yes, it's me! <laughs> 2-1 to the boys. Oh, this is unfair. <laughs> Jemmy, you've got a knack for that. Question four. Religious leaders of the world and beyond. For eight in a row. Come no, on. No, no, Which religious leader is threatening to quit after violence in Tibet? I got you, Bill Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yes. And for those Come of us on. who didn't hear that answer, Ryan. The Dalai Lama. Is correct. <laughs> We was robbed. <laughs> we was robbed. Yeah. See you, Geraldine. Bye. Oh, mate. You are the man. Bow down and kiss his ring. That's how it's going down. Ryan, eight in a row. What a man. <laughs> mate, unbelievable. You've got into the record books. All yeah. it is now is how far into the record books we're going. We will see you again tomorrow, mate. Okay then, no problems. See you, pal. See you later. Unbelievable. The Dalai Lama. Who'd have guessed it? This is a man that thought the Cheltenham races was for tractors, right? And he knows about the Dalai Lama. All systems go. Go. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Great work. Great work. Uh, now, if you just tune in, uh, we started talking about geezers. Um, doing vain stuff like dyeing their hair. You know, you get a few greys coming through and you decide to put a bit of Just For Men on it. I personally think that that is wrong. Loads of people texting in, agreeing with us, and then started to share other little vain things that blokes in the northwest are doing. I'm gobsmacked. We came across a geezer that shaves his arms. This isn't just, a, this isn't unheard of before. There's people out there that shave their arms, uh, their fingers and their toes. Why would you want to do that? Maybe you're a finger and toe model, like Gemma pointed out <laughs> off air. Who knows? But there are other jobs that you could be doing if you are, uh, let's just say... Uh, burr of hair on your arms, mm. and they are Ross. Uh, it could be a hair donor, make very small wigs with his arm hairs. That's <laughs> nice, yeah. The hand model, as you say, a vet, because if you're investigating inside ah, animals, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. want hairs yeah. getting mm. matted up and stuff. Or a pickpocket. Ah. Lack of friction, make <laughs> ease of entrance, you see. you see. In and out without a bristle. Another reason there not to trust a man with no harm hair. There you go, because yes. he might be a pickpocket, he might be sticking his hand in very, very shortly. Mind your wallet. Keep an eye on him, that's all I can say. Uh, there are other boys out there doing very, very let's just say, vain things. Um, and a few people want to share their stories with us in the Northwest right now. I've got a young lady on the phone who wants to talk to us. Uh, morning, love, what you got for me? Um, well... My mate tried to fix me up with some guy in Yorkshire. Right, this explains a lot then. Go on. Um, he shaved his legs. <laughs> he, actually, um, he actually dressed up as a woman. What? The bed I slept in actually had woman's clothes under it. Seriously? And, and, and he waits till it goes dark at night. He dresses up as a woman. Yeah. Puts a wig on. He brought a pair of woman's boots off his neighbour for a fiver. And then he takes his dog um, for a walk late at night dressed as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know something? You can't get what you've just described on Jeremy Kyle anymore. That is just awesome. Thank you very much. I'm Mel from Leyland, by the way. Listen, happy dating, Mel. Happy dating. Right. 
You too. Stay away. Ta da. Bye bye. Bye. That's not Ven. That's not Ven at all. I think Mel's got confused. That's just oh, weird. Oh, I love our listeners. <laughs> just in case you just woke up this morning, it is 27 minutes past 7 o'clock. Good morning to you, right? You did just hear that on Rock FM. That's brilliant. And that guy, well, Yorkshire explains a lot of stuff. There's a guy on the phone. He wants to share his experiences of being a Ven. Uh, all right, mate, what have you got? Not bad, me old mate. Not bad. Come on, what have you got for me? I'm ringing about Ven men. Go on then. Well, the other day, I said to the missus, not much sunshine, I'm getting a bit pale. I use some of your spray tan, spray mist it's called. So I put this spray mist on, he said, give it a couple of hours and it'll look like you've got a nice sun-kissed tan. Yeah. Well, I let me tell you, it doesn't. I just look dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't, I can't wash it off. I've tried and tried washing it off. But the worst thing is, when I spray it off my face, you have to close your eyes, obviously. Yeah. And now when I blink, I've got panda eyes. So <laughs> <laughs> I look dirty and I look like I've been fighting every weekend. So that's my, that's my, that's my very attempt out the window. I'm never doing it again. Mate, I'm just so pale. You're a real man. Be paste it and drink ale. See you later, that's dude. It. See you later, pal. Award-winning Adam at Breakfast on Rock FM. They walk amongst us. They walk amongst us. They're on the streets. If you've seen a guy... With uh, maybe if you've sold a pair of boots to your neighbour for a fiver, (laughs) (laughs) I can't finish what I wanted to say. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award winning Adam at Breakfast.